This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Michael Bryant joins us. How you doing, Michael? What did Michael hang yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm here. Sorry, I, had on, I, I had it on mute, so I didn't make any new noise. So, yeah, I, um, I'm doing good. How are you? Everything's going marvelously well. You left me a couple of messages last night, and I loved the one message because you had so much <laughs> arm and shoulder and leg room at the movie. That was good to hear. Yeah, I showed up. There was nobody. When I bought my ticket, there was nobody had bought a ticket. So it's like perfect. You know, nobody's going to be in there. It'll be good. Got in there. And then I'm sitting there, and a guy walks in and sits down, like, right next to me. It's like there's oh, that's, four people. That's horror. There's four yeah. people in this place, and you just sat down next to me. Oh, that's true horror. Yeah. Like, that would, that would unnerve me. You know, and it was John Wick, so I don't really want to be around anybody when right. people are shooting and killing each other, you know? So, you oh, know. God, it's so wonderful. I just, I just, I just moved because it's like I'm just not even gonna. I'm just gonna move over by myself. Here we go. So I, I need room. So. I just, I love the fact that you texted that to me. Uh, yep. Well, you become my hero anyway because in four days you watched 86 episodes of Corner Gas, which <laughs> cannot be easy to do. And then I get a text message. I'm in the theater. There are four people in here, and a guy just came and sat down right sat next, next to me. me. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't we get were, it. I thought we were all on the same page. Like, you just find a spot in yeah. the theater. Like, I don't care if you put, yeah. like, this is my it, ticket. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. We like, just all find an open spot. What's wild is if they did book it. So, Michael, you must have booked yours first. And then this guy right. obviously was like, no. Right next to him. So I don't know what's weirder, the preemptive or seeing him and sitting there, like if right. he had a different seat. Well, yeah. yeah, you see, when you come in and buy it, you see where people are sitting and there's right. nobody there. So I picked a seat in the middle up top. I'm good. You know, and part of me was like, well, I got there first. That's the way it goes. <laughs> right. You know? And if, if someone had been there, I would have picked a seat far away from them. Avi. Yeah. near them. You know, I mean, and there was four people in that theater. So, you know. And uh, they wanted to sit within like a four seat radius, and it's like, no, that's going to happen with me. Okay, so. so I have a question for everybody: Why yeah. would anyone do that? Walk into an almost empty theater and sit right next to somebody you don't even know? Why would you yeah, do I that? There's zero reason to sit next to something like zero. Because like, if you don't want to yeah. be cramped next to somebody in a movie theater, especially that you don't know, like it feels not. It feels really like at the airport when the guy put his leg under the stall. Like that's what it kind of feels. Oh like. yeah, sticking that foot out. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. because oh, yeah. what else you go and I mean I don't want to sit next to it. even if it's <laughs> no. scary. I don't want to sit next to a stranger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very very odd. So uh, and by the way, you made uh, John Wick twenty bucks last night. Did you know that? Oh, did I? Yeah, because you recommended, you said it was a terrific movie, so I bought it for release on May 23rd, I think it is. Well, it's it's really good. It is very, they have some scenes in there, and the ending, there's a lot of really, it's, I I think it's the best John Wick movie, which, you know, if you like John Wick movies, that's where you got to start. It's not, I'm not saying it's the greatest movie of all time, because you got to like John Wick to begin with, but yeah. if you like John Wick, I think it's the best one. It is really good. It's. And it, it really fly, it flows really well with the amount of time that it takes to get through that movie. Yeah, three hours. I mean, that's a, it's a yep. long movie. I did. I loved uh, episode one. Two and three were okay at best. I thought they were not great. But now I've heard a lot of good things about John Wick 4, and I'm looking forward to seeing it in a couple of weeks. It'll be great. Yeah, the, th- 
the fight in three in that glass room is really done well. Um, and uh, there's some good things in each of the movies. But, yeah, this, this movie is real. It's really good. There's a lot of great stuff in this movie. All right, Palomino, I thanks for calling. Aren't you due in court and not as an attorney, but as a victim of a crime? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got I had, I had an appearance earlier, and I got another one coming up. So, perpetrator. Yeah. Tevin just called you a perpetrator. Like, what did Michael Bryan do where he's got to go to court now? Just air his dirty laundry out. Yeah, he's a victim of a crime. Oh, I love that. Michael, thank you, sir. Take care. Bye. Michael, Bye, Michael. Bryan, Bradshaw, and Bryant, ladies and gentlemen, Tevin Pittman in studio with us now. Judd's going to join us in just a couple of seconds whenever he's ready to go. So we got a full chart. What can we say? I still find, why would you sit next to somebody in a wide that, open theater? That's happened to me before. Like when I Really? Used to, yeah. Like I'd go to the movies on like Mondays yeah. in the afternoon. Nobody goes to the movies on Mondays. And I would always be the only person in there. And then I remember there was one day where somebody came up and sat like right next to me. That's so and wild. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to move. Yeah. So I a moved, man like, or a woman? Uh, the first one, I think it was a woman, an older woman. And then I moved like three rows back just to some random seat. And the next guy that walks in, no. like walks and stands right next to me and goes, you're in my seat. No. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go home. <laughs> like, at this point, it's just too much. Because yeah. you know, it's the rule of threes and who knows what you would have gotten next. Right. That is yeah, true. No, what theater? Uh, the theater over here in St. Louis Park. The West End. The West End. Yeah. The oh, the West End. I love that whatever. theater. Yep. I do too. Because that just happened, and imagine with me. I went to see, what the hell did I go see? I forgot. Can't remember, a couple of weeks ago. And I sat down in my seat, and guy walks up and goes, you're in my seat. I went, oh, okay. Yeah. The place is, why, why do you care that I'm sitting in this particular seat? <laughs> and Who be, cares? Right, and before I move, I like look around to all the other empty yeah. seats. Like I just want to make sure we're both looking at the same empty theater here. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Judd Zolgad, Score North. Your twins pissed me off last night to no end. It was just a lackluster effort, if you ask me, except by the starting pitcher. The starting pitching was wonderful. Again, right? Like, that's the theme here, too. Because I, I yeah. think for the most part, Tom, the, the uh, starting pitching's been fantastic. It has, yes. Mm. Yeah, that was, uh, yep. you know, that's the thing is, that's the type of game, because for all those who, who say, well, you know, it's April, who cares, or it's May now, who cares? That's the type of game that feels like it comes back to bite you in the ass. We would have had a four-game lead, because Cleveland yeah. lost last night. We well, got a three-game lead. the White Sox aren't good. No, the White Sox are not in close. To it's, <laughs> I agree with you. Our starting pitching is really good. Our closer is really good. Some of those middling pitchers, those middle-inning pitchers, are not doing their job right now. And Jax is one of them. Yes, yeah. And... and that's the thing is, I wonder how many of those guys they can get away with. Don't you? Yeah, like, oh, that's, absolutely. That's my thing is is the end of the bullpen is good. It's very solid, I think. But there's still guys, and explain this one to me. Why is Emilio Pagan still here? Who does he have pictures of? I agree. And I, they must be really incriminating. <laughs> you think that's what it is? Ah, maybe you're right. I thought it was kind of interesting last night because Catherine and I were watching the game. Uh, she was there for the last couple of innings, and and of course yesterday here it got up to it got up to sixty yesterday, didn't it? Here I think for a short. It was bit. about it was about that. About sixty. The wind died down after a while. It was a beautiful, beautiful evening. All the rest of it. So we're watching the game, and Catherine goes, 
where is this game? I, I said, she's not in the Twin Cities. I said, why no? I mean, why, why you ask it? Everybody had on stocking caps, big, thick coats, because in Chicago it was windy as hell and 47 degrees. <laughs> it was much warmer here than it was in Chicago yesterday. And is the wind now gone? I saw that. I think the wind has now died down yes, right I, here. I okay, thank you. A little God. more, but not anywhere near as much. It's like three days. I'd walk outside, and like, I mean, it looked right, like it looked outside on Tuesday, like it's gorgeous. So I walk outside, I'm like, this is going to be great. I damn near get blown over. I know. It was really, really windy. Very, And it's such a chill wind on top of it. Yes. Man, yes. that wind can be cold. But yeah, that pissed me off yesterday. And then when the Twins came back and tied it up again and didn't go on to victory, I just, and I got to be honest with you, I do not like this loading up second base in the 10th inning. I, I think you either have to earn the run or you don't. Don't you? Well, you know, there has been, I, I, I think the the people who have been critical of that but are willing to accept it say don't start it to like the 11th. Yeah, maybe you know, the 11th or even 12th. Try to allow teams yeah. to, but here's a question. I loved it originally, okay? But with what they've done to speed up games, which has been, I think, more successful than, than baseball ever envisioned. Yes. Does it make sense to go back to not having the guy on second to start the 10th? Because, yes, the game could go long, but, you know, if you get there in two and a half hours, right, instead of 3.06, and I think we're I think we're down from, like, time of game at this time a year ago was, like, 3.04, and now it's, like, 2.36 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's right. Can you – do you have the luxury now of potentially going back on some rules – because it didn't take so damn long to get there in the first place. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with this whole new deal, this first pitch thing that's turned into a lot of balls because their guys aren't ready. I don't, yep. I don't like that. It's like, come on, really, the first pitch? I understand once you're into it, yeah, you got to keep it moving, but you can be penalized for being late for your first pitch. I don't know if I like that. I got a theory here. I think that they are. I think they're trying to fix what, what had become. A problem. Yeah. I think next season we're going to see some adjustments now because I think they, I think baseball, rightfully so, Tom probably thought we've lost control completely, right? Like we got guys, we got the Yankees and Red Sox. They play six hour games. It, it's beyond, it's beyond fixing unless we do something drastic. I wonder if next spring we're going to see not all the rules go back by any means, but like what you're talking about. Because I think once players are conditioned to this is how you have to play, yes. that's part of the step, right? So I'm, I'm not convinced that all of these rules are here to stay. I think some of them have been put in almost as discipline for children, and once the children get it, we'll sort of go back a little bit. I think you're right. It, they'll back off a little bit because it just – and again, the Twins did have a chance to put with, with a guy on second base and nobody out. They had a chance to bring him across and win the game, and they didn't do it. So, you know, I'm not saying Chicago didn't earn the victory because the Twins certainly didn't. Mm-hmm. They, they looked very lackluster last night. They just didn't look like they, were, they even wanted to be there. Yeah, no, they didn't. But And, again, I, I, I sort of get that at times, but that felt yeah. like a game against a bad team that, was, that you could have won easily. Like, that didn't feel like a, a lackluster game in which you certainly didn't ha- have a chance. Um, 
It's a division game, too. And that's the thing, too. Like, against the White Sox, just put a fork in them. It's May, but put a yes, fork in them. exactly. Just, just bury them. They stink. I don't know why. I don't know if they're going to start to, you know, play better baseball in July or something. But just hammer them now because their will to play does not look high itself. I agree. That's a very good point. You know, just put a fork in them. Be done with them. I agree. When you, we got to get a lit. Yeah, they were just kind of, I don't know what the hell it was, but I just, the second I tuned in, and I didn't tune in until I think the second inning, something like that, I went, these guys are just kind of moping around. This is weird. You could just tell yeah. they weren't into it. Yeah, yeah. It's It's been weird so far because when the Twins have played well, they played pretty damn well. But there have been, and I, I think you, you talked about it Tuesday, uh, that stretch where they didn't play well, there have been times where it definitely does not look like they are, how, how can I put this kindly, on the right track, yeah, if that makes right, sense. Right. L- l- like there have been games where it's like, what's going on here? And and the offense coming and going, the bats, is sort of weird. Like some games yep. are like, whoa, yep. that looks damn good. And some games it's like, yeah, we're going to score two runs and that's it or something like that. I did see an article yesterday, I believe it was the Star Tribune, Neil, I think, wrote an article about it, that they cannot go through the entire season without Buxton playing center field. Do you believe that's true? Um, you know what? No, I disagree. I and, do too. And, I, do and too. I don't like it, but I understand it. Keep in mind, they didn't tell us until Buxton basically broke down, was it last, or started to break down again last June or so, they never told us that their plan out of spring training in 2022 was for him to play 100 games. Like, that was their goal. Yeah. yeah. They acknowledged it. Okay. So, so, and I think we all said, whoa, you know, I, I, like, it'd be nice, but there's 162, and you're telling me. And in the end, he didn't get to 100, Tom. Again, he's played, I believe, 100 or more games in his career, which is not a short career now. Mm-hmm. He's been here a long time. I believe he's done it once. Once, yeah. So I don't buy he can't play center because I, I heard um, Baldelli on with Provis on Saturday, and he basically said if and when he plays there, he's going to have to ramp up. He's not there yet. He hasn't really done much out there at all. And and Thad Levine then on Sunday with Provis fully acknowledged that there is no plan to play Buxton in center until it gets warm. And I'm not sure I'm even buying that. But if he can play, let's just get him to, say, Tom, 140 games, okay? Right. And he's not, and, and as good as he is, and I realize his value as a player is diminished by not playing the outfield mm-hmm. where he is a spectacular player. He is, yeah. But if you can get him to 140 games, and, and his bat's, you know, effective, he, he, is, uh, he causes problems simply by being on the base paths. I'm not buying that there's a plan to play him in center because Michael A. Taylor, who doesn't have a great bat, he's okay, but he has he's a okay, great glove. Yeah. Like you didn't you didn't sign him necessarily to be a backup. So I disagree with Lavelle in I think the plan I think there is at least one plan where he probably does not play the outfield because what happens the first time he does? Yeah, and he crashes into that yep. damn wall. Yeah, he he loves doing that. 
I know, but I mean, what are we all going to say? We're all going to say, stupid twins, you see, you had a good plan, and now he's hurt again, and he's on the, you know, and once he gets hurt, all bets are off. He might be out for, you know, the rest of the season. So, no, I don't know that there is a plan, and and the last thing that's important, too, is when they signed him to that contract, which was very reasonable last year, and we all said, whoa, that's not, you know, we, we thought he'd break the bank. The reality is this. He has probably paid a fair salary for what they're asking him to do, yeah. and this is why, because they want to keep him on the damn field. We have to take a break. Now, here's the one of the problems, and it always comes across. You've talked about team play and all the rest of it in guy camp. I, why the hell they put you with Brittany for a spot? I just don't know. Why would they do that to you? Because we're BFFs, remember? Oh, that's what it is, your BFFs. Yeah, BFFs. I didn't even know that, Tom. And we are. It's a disaster. <laughs> That's how my BFFs it's... find out. I have to just tell them. She has to tell She's them. like, we are BFFs, <laughs> damn it. And we're JB, we're not BJ. Sorry, that's not our initials. What? No. Yeah, we're going to go JB. Okay. Not going with, we're going <laughs> Judd gets, goes I, first. Our bride. Tevin, Tevin just... It's like, Tevin what are you just... talking about? Huh? What? BJ? What does that mean? <laughs> Tevin wakes up. That's good, Tevin. What time did you get up this morning? Uh, 7.45. Ten minutes ago? Yeah. That's yeah. good. Anyway, you've got to take a break, and here they are, the lovely and talented duo. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. All right, BFF. I also think our name could be Brud. We'll work on it later. I want to hear about Livia. Tell me what's going on. Uh, I will t- tell you right now... Brit, that more than a year ago, I dropped 40 pounds because of them. And most important part is my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers have helped me keep the, the weight off. And that is the most important thing. We have all lost weight previously. And what happens? We ordinarily gain that, that weight back because once the program is done, it's done. But this is weight control. It's not a diet. This is a plan that works. And their uh, dietitians and nutritionists are going to help you sustain the weight loss as well. That's the most important thing. Join now. Your first three months are free. That's right. You're going Going into summer looking great and feeling great three months free 855 go l-i-v-e-a livia.com l-i-v-e-a.com is where your weight loss starts when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. All right. I got some emails for you that I think you're going to like. I think they're for Judd. They're not for me, are they? Well, one I think was kind of agreeing with you. Oh, okay. We don't play. Okay, this is Chad. He said, we don't play enough small ball anymore. And that's what beat us last night. Love it. And then this is a question for Judd. This is from Aaron. Rocco changes the lineup every game. Does that help the player's mindset? Um, Rocco changes it a lot. I don't know, Tom, what, what your opinion is. I don't know if it helps. I don't necessarily think it's super destructive. No. Uh, um, among the things that Rocco does, and, and when we talk about that too, just to be fair, it's also the people above him because in baseball now, the, the old days of Gene Mock chain smoking and taking guys out <laughs> at his whim are long gone, yeah, okay? Yeah. Um, but I think I have a bigger problem at times with, or I have had a bigger problem with management of the bullpen than the lineup yes, itself. How I about agree, you? I agree with that 100%. The bullpen is a, is kind of a problem right now, don't you think? Yes. Yeah, like I said, I think the I think for the most part the back end is pretty good, but yeah, I think they definitely yeah. have to get it right as far as cuz you know, it's weird. Gone are the days of failed starters pitching the sixth, and it's fine. You actually need guys that are competent and throw hard starting in the sixth. So, yes, I, I would say it's definitely a concern, especially when it looks like the division is going to be handed to you on a platter. Yeah, well, yeah, because, I mean, we've played well. They haven't been great. We've played well. Uh, I'd say very well, actually. Boarding or maybe on playing great right now, but... One thing I have noticed, that strike zone's gotten a lot bigger this year. I mean, if you're anywhere near the plate with a little a bit of that red uh, thread that goes through the ball, that's a strike. That's amazing. Do you think that that, that is part of the, and they probably wouldn't talk about this publicly, but do you think that's part of the speed up too, though? Yes, I do. I absolutely think it's part of the speed up that if it's anywhere near that zone, it's a strike. So... The first email Brittany read brings up a very interesting question, and I think it's one of the things the Twins aren't doing, and they'll defend this, but it's the one thing that confuses me. The stolen base is back in. Why aren't they running more? And we're not very, very good point. Now, what's the top? Now, isn't it like 13 or 14 or 15 stolen bases already by by one of the teams in the league? They got a yeah, lot. Think, of, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. does that have something to do with the pitch clock now? Because pitchers are more yeah. focused on yep. I need to hurry up, get my Good pitch point. in, and then now I'm not paying attention to who's running around. Well, yeah, and plus the um, so the the rule is that that you can only the pitcher can only throw over twice, and the third time if they don't pick the guy off, it, it's a box. So once you've thrown o- over twice, you're basically screwed on that. Yes, and the bases are bigger, Tevin. So oh, okay, yeah, that's are, something yeah. else as well. But I don't understand the twins. The twins' philosophy, and I heard Levine talking about this on Sunday as well. Their philosophy is that their research, and I'm not joking, you guys, their research has proven that stolen bases don't really have an effect on on runs as much as we think. But if you can get a guy in a scoring position, why not? And. If it didn't have that big of an effect on runs, why in extra innings would you start with a guy on second base exactly. rather than first base? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, don't say great point. No, I got to put up. I got to put up with a, with a, a family raise. show too. Get a raise now. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, Judd doesn't trigger a raise. I'm going to tell you that right Judd doesn't trigger a raise. <laughs> Judd, Judd, good go. point from Judd. Might get you into the contract talks, but it don't get you the raise. I'm sorry. Yeah, what are you going to do? It's fun to be back in the twin season. It's really fun that it was 60 and the wind died down a bit yesterday. You look at Chicago, they're freezing her ass off down there. I just baseball is summertime to me, man. And that's why sitting there watching that game last night, and it made me very, very uncomfortable because, like, these guys act like they don't even want to be there. It was kind of weird last night. I like the fact that you that you love the sport and essentially weigh that w- with becoming pissed off how they're playing. Oh, they piss, they've been pissing me off since I was nine years old. I'm telling you flat out. I adore the team. The Twins are my favorite of all time, except for Herbeck. I don't really care for him. Yeah, no. No, I, I, I just, honest to God, I, I'm having fun. They could have had a four-game lead by beating the lowly Chicago White Sox, and they didn't do it, and that does piss me off. Speaking of that, that town, my sources, Tom Bernard, tell me that you do a killer Harry Carey impersonation. What do you mean? Judd's all gadly. No, I'll, I will do it with you sometime. Do the control your monkeys. It's so oh, good. Well, that's the one tell line that, that I do. Yeah. Very quickly for yeah. Judd, because I just told okay. the story a couple of days ago. I had Harry on the show many, many years ago. And I think it was Gelfan that asked him some smart-ass question. Some... Harry, what do you think of this? And it was just a BS, smart-ass question to ask. Gelfand asked the question, and there's a long pause, and he goes, Barnard, control your monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. I just want to say that to people now. Control your monkeys, damn it. Control your monkeys. My favorite Harry's doing an impression of Harry is when I would, mostly when he was doing the White Sox, not the Cubs. You guys remember Mm -hmm. that? I do. Because there are many times that I'm sitting here in the booth we're, we're wishing that he literally was so hammered he couldn't even talk. He had to, he had to like ramp up to a word. That was his, he was drunk while he was oh, doing these games? Oh, yeah. I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was just an eccentric person. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> a little this, of both. This changes everything. <laughs> yeah. It, Many it times Budweiser was, made, right? Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. I think it was, uh, what was the name of the great, the, the very famous Chicago beer? Damn it. I used to. Old style? Is it old style? Yeah. Is that what I'm thinking of? A lot of old style came out of Chicago. There you mm-hmm. go. That must be what it is, yeah. But he, uh, now Harry was, I never got a chance to meet Harry. I've eaten at his restaurant in Chicago, but I never got the chance to meet Harry. I wish I had. I've talked to him, obviously. Got very lucky there. But, uh. He was baseball. I mean, he. I'm sorry. We have always had really good announcers for the Twins, too. I mean, you go back to Halsey Hall and Herb Carneal and all the way through to today. Having a good baseball or football or whatever announcer is a huge part of it for the local team. It's huge. When you Absolutely. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my favorite part about uh, – Harry with the White Sox, Tom, was when he worked with Jimmy Pearson. Oh, no doubt about it. Who was certifiably crazy in what celebrated his 100th home run by running the bases backwards. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. (laughs) Do you remember where he got a few games suspension? Uh, Because they were showing behind the plate. This is a live TV game. It was Harry and Jimmy. 
mm-hmm. and they're showing behind the plate, and there are all these women sitting behind the plate. And here you go, look at all these attractive women that come to the game. Jimmy, what do you think? He goes, attractive women? They're a bunch of whores that hang out with baseball players. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> on television. That's he said a, that on television. Could you imagine just casually watching that? I would, like, double take, oh triple take. You have to keep rewinding. Did he say what I think he just said? I uh, I actually had Jimmy on the KQ Morning Show one time talking to him. He did not like it if you tried to tease him, joke around with him. He did not like that at all. Really? You ever seen Fear Strikes Out? Yes. Oh, my God. One of the great years ago. If you get a chance, ladies and gentlemen, Fear Strikes Out, it's a movie about Jimmy Pearsall's life. It's, was it Tony Anthony Perkins? Yes. Tony Perkins played him. It's one of the best baseball movies because you see what he went through to get him the way he was, a great competitor, a really talented player, but the boy was nuts. He's no longer with us, right? I think Jimmy died, didn't he? I think he's been dead for a while, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah, but very, but very sad. Harry, man. <laughs> oh, they're the best. Was... They were the absolute best. There's no question about it. I'm glad you brought that up. I feel much better today about the day. Just thinking about Jimmy Pearsall and how much I loved him going after. Oh, my God. He used to go after everybody. It was amazing. I didn't know that story, though, about the uh, about what, what he said. That's incredible. A bunch of whores hanging around <laughs> with professional athletes. I mean, <laughs> and he stayed employed? He just got suspended? He got suspended, yeah. He And he might not have been wrong. I was going to say. They might have been some and, people that hung out with professional baseball players. It doesn't sound like a bad life. Right. Not necessarily whores. Did he, need, no, right, did he yeah. need to call them whores? No, but. But, like, I know. would, I don't know. You don't have to wake up early. You get to watch a close-up game. That's not so bad. All right, sitting out in the sun. Oldest profession in the world. It's all. When you He's wish. like, yeah, it sounds pretty good. You know, I'm going to do that the rest of the day now. I'm going to wander around talking like Harry just to oh, piss people off. Please do. I don't know if you would piss him off. We'd just be like, that's, that's our Tom. Wonderful to be here at the Holiday Station store. <laughs> I just walk in and buy a candy bar. I would watch that show. (laughs) Just you walking around narrating in Harry Carey. I actually Mm -hmm. did that with Herbeck one time. I even dressed up as Harry and just went around and talked to people. It was amazing. I would watch the hell out of that show. What is this, Diesel? (laughs) What are you, you, five bucks for Diesel? (laughs) It's also the head shake that goes along. Yeah, he does do it. You got to do it. And just like, just commenting on things that don't need commenting. Like, let's even say you don't have a Diesel car, but you're just like noting it to some random person walking by. And they'd be like, huh? Oh, that's what we did. It was kind of like, did you buy that shirt or did somebody give it to you? (laughs) (laughs) I've always wanted. What? Also, now knowing that he, <laughs> knowing that he drank during the games makes like that explains the ha- shaking oh. a lot more. Oh yeah, is, is that going to be your new Wednesday tradition? Just come and trash Tevin. Yeah, guys, I'm pulling a Harry Carey today. Just pull up with a couple wine coolers and just shake. We did we did do that a couple of times on the queue. Maybe I will bring back Harry from Heaven. Oh my God, that'd be great. If you, if you went around Tom for a day as Harry Carey, and and there was someone with you who could then stream it. It would go viral instantly. It oh, it would be huge. Ever. Maybe I'll do that with you and Phil. Oh, the three of us will go around. What are you doing at the game? You have a job. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday at 2 p.m. Tuesday at 2 p.m. Why are you here? <laughs> It'd be so Why great. Why do I think this is so 
funny. We will have fun. We should do that. Oh, I can't be there because I'd laugh so hard. I'd break our cover. I'd, I'd be like old. shaking, laughing. I don't know. It's so funny thinking about you just narrating life and people walking by going, what? Why? <laughs> right. Where? How did Harry come back to life? Because <laughs> I suppose... I don't look anything like him, but if you put those thick glasses on, I don't even know. Everybody looks like him. Yeah, you can go to Lunds and Barley's and critique people as they're doing the self checkout. Like you know, here's the thing: as somebody who like I know exactly who you guys are talking about, I don't know what he looks like. When I close my eyes and picture Harry Care, I think of Will Ferrell doing his Harry Care. That's true. Like, that's I don't, very true. good though. No, but that's like I don't. I can't good. picture the actual guy in my head. I already got. I'm already writing it in my head, man. We'll go over to Lunds Barley's. Hey, man, let me ask you a question. Well, the way you're handling that melon, do you, you think that's a breast or something? <laughs> you're kind of feeling up the fruit. <laughs> Just like, that's really good. That was, Are these really dates organic to someone who's not <laughs> working there? I need organic dates, damn it. Oh, yeah, we go have fun. Oh, that makes, that makes me laugh. I need that. We will that. have a ball. It's true. Do you recall, Tom, when when he was doing the uh, Cubs with Steve Stone towards the end yes, there? Yes, sir. Where he would try to spell players' names backwards because he'd get bored? Yes. Yeah, and I like, do remember that. Once you tried Grudzelonic, Mark Grudzelonic <laughs> of I'm not bleeping you, of the Expo. Mark Grudzelonic, and he tries to spell it. And he would literally try and phonetically then pronunciate the person's name, last name back. Yes. It was enunciate. K-I-N. Was yeah, he'd do that. I remember that. <laughs> that is so wild. The, the amount of job security you have to have to be able to try and, because that doesn't add anything to the broadcast. No. Like, New Year's drunk spelling people's names backwards. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad life. Again, I'd either be a whore or a drunk Terry Care. Both of them, fine. I'm fine with it. I'm going to have to look for it because I do have an audio. I don't know where the hell it is. Maybe I don't even have it anymore. But I did do a a bit years ago, Harry interviewing Muhammad Ali. And my God, I I was so happy with the way it went. It was amazing. I got to either find that or do it again. It was God, that was fun. Being able to do impressions is a very, it's a really fun thing. You've got a couple of really good ones. A couple of them yeah. here and there. And I don't know why. Because people who can do that, you have no idea why you can do that. I have no clue. Right. I don't know why I can do that. But, I mean, there are some impressions. They can do an impression of everybody. Oh, yeah. Like Jay Farrow. For, yeah. Like, it's yeah, incredible. Right. It just, it's amazing. And he'll go from having just casual conversation in one voice to the next voice to the next voice. It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's all true. I never got to meet Muhammad Ali or Harry Carey. Talked to Harry once. Never talked to Muhammad Ali, another one of my heroes. I wish I, I really wish I would have gotten a chance to meet him. Yeah. What a talent. My brother met him. and they, he Really? Said he was, yeah, he said he was really nice. Yeah, that's what everybody tells me. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. He's a hell of a fighter. No question. So what else is happening in the sports world? We got got game two. It's a a night game again tonight, is it not? It is indeed. I think tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, is an afternoon game. I think you're absolutely right. Thursday usually is. Uh, we got to win them both. We got to win both these games because we we have a three-game set with Chicago. It's not four, is it? I think it's three. I think it's three. I think you're right. Yep, it's yep I'm pretty sure Tuesday it's night, Wednesday night, and Thursday afternoon. So we got to win these last two. We can't be losing two out of three to Chicago. It just can't happen. No, and especially right now. Again, just take away – I mean, they they are, if not quitting, they sure don't care. So, yeah. Yeah. Like right now and, – and plus, you know, now, Tom, you play uh, – and, and I actually like this, but because of how the schedule is now done, you're only going to play – the White Sox, Kansas City, blah, 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 in your division like 13 times, not 
yes. 19. Thank right. God. But, but you know, clean up now. Like, there is no reason, if, if you think about it, that the Twins shouldn't take the season series from everybody but Cleveland and perhaps Cleveland as well. Yeah. Kansas City, yep. the White Sox, the Tigers. You should you should give yourself a nice cushion in the division based on those games alone, I think. So, I agree. Yes, win two or three. Yeah, they got to win two or three. They have to win tonight <laughs> and tomorrow afternoon. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, Palomino. So uh, you, Phil, and I will go out and shoot a uh, we'll shoot a video with you, you taking me around as Harry. You go around as Harry Carey, and I love it. Byerly's and Lunds, where they're going to be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> I came from my upscale experience. <laughs> Who's this guy, uh, Harry Carey? All right. Because they, they won't know who it is. That's the great part. No, I know. Yeah, no, that's the best part. The kids will have no clue, <laughs> have no which idea. will make it even funnier. They'll be so Why don't you end up in school someday? Get back to school. <laughs> Do your homework. Oh It'll be God. wonderful. All right. Well, thanks for bringing tomorrow. that up. I had fun doing that. Thank you. See. We will talk to you on the morrow. Judd Zolgad from Score North, ladies and gentlemen. You want to take the early break and then uh, go out after that, get that, that whole deal done? Sure. I think it's magnificent. This time we have a new sponsor to the show, and it's a family business, which is my kind of favorite kind of business. You know that. I love family businesses. My family has one, as a matter of fact. The owner lives here. His name is Tom Dean. I'm talking about two great businesses that are serving their customers as one. That, of course, would be Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Whatever power, sport, or marine. By the way, we already talked about this, that Brittany and I are each going to buy a boat. We've whoa, decided. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you're thought, not going to buy a boat? I thought you were going to oh, buy a right boat. you're going to ride on my boat. And I was going to come on your boat. Okay. What's better than owning a boat? That knowing someone that does. Ding, 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 There we go. <laughs> we'll get that done. Absolutely. Whatever power, sport, or marine product you are looking for, it all starts at the Lodge Power Lodge. Receive the incredible shopping experience you're looking for, and it just so happens that both these stores are kicking off the warm outdoor season with a sale this week. Save money and win stuff during the power sale through Saturday, May 6th, with Power Lodge and Miller Marine. They're in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, and Miller Marine, of course, is in St. Cloud. Save on all pontoons with entry-level brands starting at $19,990, and that includes pontoon motor and trailer. You're going to hear a lot about Power Lodge and Miller Marine from me in the coming months. But during this week's power sale, go to any location and get some throttle therapy. I said throttle therapy on land and water. MillerMarine.com and PowerLodge.com. And you can tell them Tommy sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I'm not talking until Brittany sits down. That's all there is to it. Then I'm not sitting down. Never! What are you doing, sister? I was checking to see we've got um, a Harry Carey clip that we gotta. Uh, we're we're gonna probably play it tomorrow because I think we're gonna look at it, make sure it's all up and bo- You know, everything's fine. But we have a funny Harry clip. What do you mean everything's fine? Like the length of it, we don't even even listen to. It. I listened to. It oh, for you don't two even know sec- how long. It yeah, is. I don't know how long mm-hmm. it is. I don't know the quality. Rudy's like, we got it. You know, so I was like, yeah, well, I'll just listen to it tonight. I think that might be the the interview where he said, Barnard, control your monkey. If it is, like, stay tuned because. <laughs> We're going to play it tomorrow. All right. We will play it tomorrow in what segment? Well, but did Tevin's out of the mix? Then? I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. All right. I'll send it to you. <clears throat> well, Brittany, you'll listen. Brittany, I'll why don't you send it to my Gmail? I have an easier time listening to something on Gmail than Perfect. the other uh, email. Perfect. What's the other email? No, I can't say it on email. It's Rudy at HubbardBroadcasting.com. Well, that one. <laughs> it's easy enough. I don't have any of that stuff. Is it just HBI.com or something? It might be. I don't check it. It's something no. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell it is. I, I don't have one. 
What? I got, what's that? You don't have one? I mean, I have email addresses, but you not just, a Hubbard you know, one. You, oh, I'll say you probably have one. They just You just don't use it. You know, you're right. I bet you I do have really? one, but I didn't even know it. I should try sending A-hole. you an A-hole.com. Is that what it is? What were you saying? I'm going to try to send you an email. <clears throat> you are? Yeah, we'll see if At can. HBI? Yeah. Okay, see if it goes through. I'm sure there's a couple Toms. <laughs> yeah, there'd be more than one Tom over there, probably. Chris Eggert just text messaged me. Jimmy Francis. Boy, I got a lot of text messages. Chris Eggert's probably like told you some Debbie Downer news. Like, hey, by the way, here's another way you can get cancer. We had a negative Chris Eggert report. Dude, we really can't. It was a weird show today. <laughs> the show was very odd today. <laughs> I was like, well, it what was. the hell are we doing? People writing in <clears throat> saying that Metro, what is it, Mercury's and all sorts of retrogrades. Oh. Jimmy Francis is the mayor of South St. Paul. He just sent me a text message. What we are doing, no mo may and SSP. Um, proclamation by the mayor who cuts his lawn in May. So he can cut his lawn in May, but you can't. Okay, got it. Um, Why can't you mow your lawn in May? So I guess there's a thing. We found out there's no, people are doing no mow May. To, Indeed. What's the benefit? To help uh, bugs bugs and clover and things grow. Oh, okay. You, don't, you live in an apartment. You're fine. Right, but it's just... You like to keep up? Weird, yeah, I got to keep up with the lawn care. It's trends. By the way, I did get that message from Chris Eggert. He's going to tell me about that sad story he was telling. And I did get the message, but I can't tell you who it is. But uh. he's right. That guy was, especially toward the end, he was very bizarre. Uh, matter of fact, he wrote a book at the end of his life. And I had him on like three, four times. And then I found out later, after he had passed away, that he was very pissed off at me that I didn't have him on more about his book. It's like I had you on a three, four times. Okay, <laughs> calm down, guy. I yeah, hate really. That story made me sad. Yeah, I was talking about how this guy had all his accolades and awards and trophies and not one picture of his family. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but it looks like we got about a minute fifteen of this Harry Carey interview. If you want to hear it, let's do it. Oh, you do want to hear it today? And yeah, we, no, we can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was that long. No, it's not that long. Um, but uh, yeah, if this is the one, I know this is the the part of it that is the Harry Carey. But let's listen to it. All right. Thank you very much, Harry. Good morning. Is this so the Randy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is. This is Hi, Randy. Randy Baumhart. Randy Baumhart. <laughs> The Twin Cities of Minneapolis. <laughs> hey, listen, was I overhearing you guys talking about uh, the First Lady disrespectfully? No, absolutely not, Harry. Let me I was tell you something, you punks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the great... She's from the Chicago area, right. grew up in the Chicago suburb of Park Ridge. And let me tell you something, Bob Hart. This is a. I haven't seen anyone look so attractive in a cup hat in a long time. This is not a bad looking piece. What about Amy Banks? Peace. As nice of a lady as you can imagine. And, uh, well, sure, a guy. I was. And she smelled delicious. Really? I was hoping she'd stay up there longer because Steve forgot. I, I pretended he didn't exist. But to my left, is that this is a powerful woman, a woman of great accomplishment, and I thought she did a fine job uh, singing the national anthem. Now, the only thing that <laughs> <laughs> pisses me off a little bit is no, I don't, don't understand the thinking of Arnie. Now, I said, now, look, 
I, as much as I want to snuggle with the first lady and share the mic. Well, you know, my mic every once in a while, I let go with some uh, expectorant right. or uh, uh, saliva, as it were. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess thinking that, why the hell didn't we have another microphone? Yeah, I don't understand. Um, but I, we had several martinis and Budweiser's afterward, and we <laughs> talked about it. Arnie and I almost got into a little meat cake there. But then we undecided uh, enough's enough, went to the restaurant at a delicious dinner at Dearborn and Kinsey, and saw the basketball game with Kansas and Duke. So it, Kansas it and Duke. It wasn't a bad uh, night at all. You know, Kansas you know, can play, can't they? We thought, it was oh, sort of, sure. we thought it was sort of funny because uh, Hillary... Hey, who's this That's Steve Stone here. Uh, oh, now, wait a minute now. Is this, is this some type of shtick? No, no, not at all, Harry. I'm right here. <laughs> well, what's the story, Bob Hart? Who the hell is this kid? <laughs> this is the guy, last time I think you referred him to him as that smart-ass son of a bitch, I think, uh, last time you talked to him, Harry. You know, there's something about this guy's voice. <laughs> it's almost as if he's an agitator. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. Agitators, are you? <laughs> I was just going to say, Harry, how funny it was that Hillary heard all those booze and you drank all that booze. Well, that's funny. And then it cuts out, and the, the listener oh. wrote in that he thinks that it says right after it cuts out is, Bernard, control, control your monkeys. Control your monkeys, that's exactly. He's, Bernard, control your monkeys. He sounds like somebody that's doing a Harry Carey impersonation. Like, I, mm-hmm. that's actually him? I'm. I don't understand why you're even asking why would that you question. Say that? Okay, I was gonna like because it's too good. It's too good. It, it is, is too, too good. good. The, and no, 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 no. Like the, I love the, the pause cough. in the middle of it. No, yeah. the giant like loogie cough up. Relatable. Yep. The loogie cough up. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, that it would, those bits were so much fun to do. The Twin Cities <laughs> of Minneapolis. Twin Cities of Minneapolis. <laughs> what? Let me get brought up. What? <laughs> What does even the Twin Cities of Minneapolis mean? Like nothing. It's just so funny. Yeah, Barnard, control your monkeys. Was I don't know why I cut off there actually because it's just an old KQCD that they had just the clip of. um, Oh, must have just somebody just must have cut it off. When do I get the cash for all those that they sold? Am I ever gonna see that money? (laughs) No, of course not. No, I'm not. Uh, what are you going to do? Those things were huge. You know that I still run to people all the time that have, what was the name of that? Regurgitate. Yeah. Instead of the best of, we called it regurgitate. Yep. I, I don't know how many copies that thing sold, but everybody I run into has got a copy. Yeah, people people show me all the time their copies. Oh, do they? Yeah, me yeah. too. That was kind of weird. Uh, what the hell? It all works out. So what do you want to talk about, Tevin? Yeah, Tevin, what did you come here to tell us? Um, what did I come here to tell Oh, I had the best pizza in the history of the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, Bryn Mawr Pizza and Deli. Oh, yeah, Bryn Mawr. Really Bryn, Mawr Bryn Mawr, that Mawr place, too. It's really good. Yep. It's so good. Our friend Phil works there. The twin, yeah. yep. the twin thin crust whatever. So good. Delicious. So if anybody, yeah, go bring there. Up pizza. Go I know. Pizza. Um, no, they're awesome. Uh, our friend Phil, who went to Vegas with us, went there. He's the one who like knew that intense fighting style that yeah. you were trying to get him to teach you, and I was like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> it was like Krav Maga meets oh, like yeah, Krav Maga. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. it was wild. And then also in Bryn Mawr, across the street, that cup of Java. Yep. They have great breakfast sandwiches. 
I love Bryn Mawr. It's always been a great community right there on the, the very, very first uh, steps you take in North Minneapolis is Bryn Mawr. I know. I, I used to live in Bryn Mawr. <coughs> oh, did you? I didn't know that. I can yeah. see that. That's a very yeah. Brittany place to live. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Nope. And I had my people I would go say hi to, and we. I love that park. And I used to, like, love picking up, like, garbage from there after, like, New Year's. It was, like, littered in needles. It's fine. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, that park was wild. Yeah, I that loved, park was wild. I know, because right. it's right. It's just such a busy area. And it, like, leans right up to Cedar Lake. And then uh, you can take that. It's, Bryn Mawr is beautiful. It is. It's a great neighborhood. It's still a great neighborhood. I know. No doubt about that. That whole area, as a matter of fact, then you get over. Well, it kind of just flows right through that Bryn Mawr Park and all those softball and baseball I fields. Know. And then kind of into downtown Minneapolis and Loring Park and all that. Yeah. Wish we could use the city instead of, you know, people stabbing you to death if you go down there. It's fine. <clears throat> I actually was pretty annoyed because they did find a body down there when we yeah. were in Dominican. And I walked that route every single day, like two or three times a day. I could have been on the news. You could have found that body? Yeah, I would have. I know me. I would have found it. Really? Yeah. Would you have been like the, would there be like a viral clip of you like (laughs) frantically describing your... So I was like, what's over there? No way. And, spoiler alert, they weren't alive. Did you ever come upon a dead body? No. Well, I mean, the military I've seen... Quite a few. Well, that, like, yeah, that's not true, like absolutely. come upon one. No, Tom. My first. This was my, well, sh- my first. Okay. Remember the old Byerleys over there in Golden Valley? Yeah. First mm-hmm. time I ever saw it. Well, that was the second time I saw a dead body. First dead body I ever saw was a hooker in Bassett's Creek. That was a thrill. How do you know she was a hooker? Because it was reported on the news later oh, okay. that day. Because he dumped her body there. <laughs> yeah, because I threw. I'm the one who threw her in the creek. Exactly. There's no question. No, I've come across a dead body at the Mall of America. I was in high school and was at the Mall of America with my girlfriend at the time. And we were at the Best Buy Rotunda and we hear a bunch of people like screaming. It sounded almost like cheers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's go look over the edge. They usually have like competitions and stuff like that. We look over and we probably got there 10 seconds after this guy had fallen from the fourth floor (gasps) and smacks on the ground. And it's just this dead guy laying in a pool of blood oh my god oh great magnet real quick was that the b96 you your your handcuff to like a, a vehicle for a <laughs> couple had of a, days he had a katana in his hand and you know who did that who's who was chained to the uh vehicle shannon the girl who fills in for me no way yes wow and she was all mad because they had to cancel the competition yes. i don't think that was maybe maybe it was i don't know but it was back it would have been like 2010 ish 2009? That's a, yeah, that's about the timeline, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was everywhere. And the best part was uh, we had won a competition where the mall was paying for our prom, and so we had to go meet these people down in, like, the Mall of America offices, and yeah, the yeah. entrance is right by where this, like, dead guy is laying. So we, like, go down there, and we're talking to security, like, hey, can we just, like, sneak around because we got to go through that door? And he's, like, telling this family who's very upset that he's making them walk back away from the dead body to go to their car. He's like, do you know how much money we just spent in this mall? We're never coming. Oh, my God. We're never coming back here again. And I'm like, like, just very upset that this dead guy has made them walk back around the mall to go to their parking garage. Now I have a question for you. Yep. Because I was told, are you talking about 2008, 9, 10, something like that? Yeah, it would have been, like, 2009, something like that. 2009? I was told that guy jumped off the roof. I believe so. He had like, yeah, he, I think he, he was running from security, stole like a purse or something, yeah. and fell off of like the third floor. I don't think he fell though. I think he jumped. He jumped. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and there was like he had like a sword with him or something weird. It was a weird deal. I do. Oh. Remember. It was. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, Shannon might be in for me tomorrow, 
and uh, she can tell you all. Where about are you it. going? I I don't know places. <laughs> What? I'm very intrigued. What are you doing tomorrow? Oh, I don't know. Very suspicious. Well, t- I'll talk about it later. I'm not sure. It's up in the air. I'm figuring it out. The point is, a guy with a katana jumped off the fourth floor, and Shannon was there touching oh, the Shannon car. Shannon was there. Shannon was there. Ooh, she had wow. her hand on the car. I made a video for her to get in this competition where you put your hand on a car, and if you're the last one there, you win the car. It was a radio competition. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and Shannon was <clears throat> yeah. still there, and they had to cancel it. They're like, we sorry, we're so sorry. Like we have to cancel this competition, and she was pissed because she'd already been. I don't even know how many days. All right, like she's like, you're just saying this so I take my hand off the. Yeah, camera. right. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, you know, everybody there was like, you go first. Right. God, that's right. I forgot all about that. That was a pretty big story. I didn't remember. Yeah, and well, the Mall of America too is just a very ratchet place. Like people are getting stabbed and shot all yeah, the time in the I mall know. nowadays. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's no longer the. Uh, cheerful tourist attraction that they promote it to be. Before we leave, we got one more live ad for the Mall of America, Tom. I forgot to tell you about that. So thanks, Tevin. That was awesome. Yeah, I really get So you get out to the Mall of America and get stabbed. Speaking of ruining live ads, do you remember there was a comedian that we took into the podcast once and it was when you did like ads for like Blue Chef or some some like take home cooking. Oh yeah, like send yeah. you the stuff. I think it, I think it was Blue Chef. Or, yeah, and you're doing like the live read, and we're all kind of sitting there, and then you kind of go on with the show. And I forget who the comedian was, but he was like, "Man, you know, I've gotten those before, and just not a big fan." And he like <laughs> <I know. laughs> starts ripping the piss out of the ass. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank you. Thanks so like, much. No, no, no. This is actually uh, they're paying for us to <laughs> talk about this right now. That is so funny. Yeah, a lot of people can't figure that out. Apparently. No, and then of course the show then starts up, and he's like, "You know, but actually they do do a lot of good oh, things." He's once trying he to backtrack. That, yeah, he's trying oh, to backpedal. I've been there trying to backtrack. <laughs> you know that thing I said an hour ago. I, I hate who that was. I, fr- it was, I uh, do not remember who that was that did that. Dang it. I wouldn't remember the name if I thought of it. He was like a bald white guy. He had a Taylor Swift, keying your car joke. I don't know. I'll think of it. All right. Well, get back to me for the family podcast because we got to go. Oh, he's not even talking to me. Now he looked away. Did you see that? Not only did he not answer me, he looked away. Wait, who? Tevin who? or Rudy? Tevin. Yeah, Tevin. Oh, I thought the show was over. No. Nope. Tevin? You're the problem. Right, You're well, a disaster. Tune in to see what Tevin says next week. Oh, no, later in the family. <laughs> or, yeah, later in the family, family too. Talk to you later. Thanks.